Are you listening? Welcome to another episode of the Nerf Report. My name is Brian Chappelle, and on this week's episode, Nintendo's upcoming game Ninjala gets delayed, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order gets a brand new update, Xbox gave us a glimpse into the next generation of gaming, and PlayStation has filed a series of patents that may lead to some massive improvements to PlayStation VR. But before we jump into any of that, your top headlines. First up this week, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, or as EA likes to call it. You know, it's been a while since EA gave us an update on Fallen Order, but in honor of May 4th, both Respawn and EA announced a series of new free content for the game. The update will include many new features, like Journey Plus, Combat Challenges, and Battle Grid. Combat Challenges will put Cal in a wave-based game mode where you must fight against preset enemies. Whereas Battle Grid is a sandbox-style game mode where players can plan out their own fights and challenges. The new update will also feature new skins for BD1, along with giving Cal an Inquisitor skin and a red lightsaber. And as far as when you can get your hands on the latest update for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, well, the good news is that the update is out right now for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Next up, Nintendo. During the last Nintendo Direct, Nintendo introduced the world to their latest IP, Ninjala. And if you weren't aware, Ninjala is an online action battle game that pits eight players into the ultimate ninja battle royale. Your ninja must climb walls, attack other players, craft weapons, and use bubblegum to blow gigantic bubbles that can be tossed at your enemies. And now that we have you hyped for the game, time for the bad news. Ninjala has been delayed. A post on the official Ninjala Twitter account read, Hello Ninjala fans, we have an important announcement from the development team. Due to the global COVID-19 pandemic, we have made the difficult decision to delay the release of Ninjala. That's right, Ninjala has been delayed 28 days until June 24th, which means prepare yourself, nine-year-olds, because I'm going to destroy you in Ninjala. 28 days until the day of reckoning. Google Stadia received a massive update this week that, if we're being honest, has been a long time coming. <laughs> this week, Stadia announced that wireless Stadia controller support has arrived for laptops and computers. According to Stadia in a blog post, starting this week, you can now use the Stadia controller to play wirelessly with your laptop and desktop. You no longer need to connect your Stadia controller physically to your computer to play your favorite games. You'll be able to link your Stadia controller and Stadia.com through your Wi-Fi network and play without a USB-C cable connection. And finally, for our top headlines, Xbox! This week, we received yet another episode of Inside Xbox Home Edition, which gave us our first look at next-generation games running on the Xbox Series X. In fact, this week's episode of Inside Xbox featured over 13 games, with all of the footage running in-engine. We saw new games like the first-person shooter Bright Memory, the next chapter in the off-road racing series Dirt 5, Deep Silver's upcoming game Chorus, and the terrifying game Scorn. Now, by themselves, these four games would make an 
awesome launch lineup for any next-gen console. But there's still more to talk about. Xbox also showed off the next Madden game, Madden 2021, which will offer free upgrades to the Xbox Series X if you buy an Xbox One version. We also saw games like Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines 2, which might go down as one of the most disturbing and weirdest trailers of all time, along with what might be my new favorite video game, Call of the Sea. Seriously. I can't wait to get my hands on this game. This looks awesome. But of course, Inside Xbox Home Edition also included updates on games like Ascent, The Medium, Scarlet, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But one of the coolest announcements might be Second Extinction from Systemic Reaction. Now, Second Extinction is a third player first-person shooter co-op where you must work as a team to take down large groups of savage mutant dinosaurs. Think if Turok and Left 4 Dead had a baby. Yeah, we know. It sounds fantastic. Now, Xbox also made it clear that they are not done with the announcements, as the company will be showcasing yet another episode of Inside Xbox Home Edition in July, which will feature their first-party exclusive games like Halo, Hellblade 2, and much more. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's top headlines, so without further ado, let's jump into this week's top story with The Rundown. Now for something completely different Yeah. The PlayStation VR. Three years ago, PlayStation blessed the world of gaming with a virtual reality headset. And since then, the console has sold relatively well. In fact, earlier this year, PlayStation announced that the PlayStation VR has officially sold 5 million units since the launch, which correlates to roughly a 5% attach rate to every PlayStation 4. And I get it, that isn't a big number, but for a product that cost $350, almost the same price as the original console, a 5% attach rate is pretty good. But with other VR companies like Oculus and HTC launching more advanced headsets, many PlayStation fans believe that, well, PlayStation is probably close to launching a PSVR 2.0. For example, the Oculus Quest launched in early 2019 and the headset featured some great advancements like no wires. The Oculus Quest requires no connections and no cameras. It also doesn't even require a computer or a console to work, so you can take your VR headset anywhere. On top of that, the Oculus and HTC VR headsets feature fantastic controllers, whereas the PlayStation VR still uses PS Move controllers, which launched in 2009 for the PlayStation 3. 11 years. Let that sink in. The PlayStation VR's most important tool runs off of 11-year-old technology. So, to say that PlayStation is working on a PSVR 2.0, well, it's really not that hard of a concept to believe. In fact, a quick look at Sony's recent patent filings would show you a ton of designs for improving PlayStation VR. For example, Sony has been hard at work designing a new motion controller, with patents showing things like analog sticks, improved triggers, and even finger tracking. That's right, PlayStation has patents that would allow developers to program the ability to lift and grab items with full dexterity. And finger tracking's pretty awesome! But you know what's even cooler with VR? Full-on motion-controlled gloves and bodysuits. Yeah, 
We're talking about some Ready Player One shit right there. Now, this patent was filed back in early 2019, but the patent covers technology that would provide haptic feedback into gloves and other articles of clothing, which would provide the ability to feel textures or shapes of virtual objects. The technology would also provide haptic feedback when something in-game happens to you, like being touched, shot, rubbed, punched, or possibly even constricted. Which means this scene from Ready Player One is definitely on the horizon. Now, it is easy to get lost in the potential of VR suits and finger tracking. But PlayStation has also filed patents to improve the actual technology inside of their VR headsets. In fact, a lot of the speculation surrounding the PSVR 2.0 is originated by these patents. Sony has recently filed patents for a new PSVR headset that offers wireless connectivity, 560 by 1440 resolution, 120 hertz refresh rate, 220 degree field of view, 5 hours of battery life, gyro sensors, and eye tracking technology. And those last two, gyro sensors and eye tracking technology, are extremely important for the future of virtual reality as the biggest complaint with VR is that for some people, it can become extremely nauseating. In fact, as much as I use VR, I still deal with nausea on a daily basis. And it mainly stems from things like your eyes and your brain seeing one thing, however your body isn't replicating those actions. A prime example of this is if you're in a game and you're walking too fast or it features jarring movements, your eyes and your brains assume that you're running, however your body is just standing still. And both gyro sensors and eye tracking will greatly help with this. In fact, the patented gyro sensors have the ability to detect the slightest head tilt to ensure that what you are seeing on screen correlates to exactly where your head and body are. Whereas eye tracking will allow the PSVR headset to track exactly where your line of sight is to produce things like miscommunication between your brain and body, as well as reducing eye strain and assisting in longer play sessions. Now, the final PlayStation patent that I was able to find might be one of the coolest things for VR, and it involves the idea of transporting you directly into your friends' video games. For example, Currently, companies like the NHL, NBA, or even WWE have VR episodes where you can watch courtside or ringside and watch the entire match or sport or whatever you want to see. This PlayStation patent would allow you to take that concept and transport you into your friend's NBA 2K game or sit in the stands as they compete in a Rocket League tournament. Now that is an awesome concept. But as far as release date or price of a brand new PlayStation VR headset goes, right now the speculation has it that the new VR headset will launch at $250, significantly less than the current VR headset. And as far as launch date goes, well, it's assumed that the PSVR 2.0 may launch with or shortly after the launch of the PlayStation 5. So best case scenario, holiday season of 2020. Worst case scenario, fall 2021. And finally for this week, we come to that noise, of course, signifies that we are running out of time and coming close to the end of the show. So in order to cover all the week's remaining news, we must initiate a segment that I like to call...
every single week. We have so much news to talk about and so little time to do it. So we take all of the week's remaining news, put 60 seconds on the clock, and try to cover it as fast as humanly possible without running out of breath, passing out, or dying! So with that in mind, let's put 60 seconds on the clock. Thunder noise! And... Go! The Last of Us 2 has officially gone gold, which means no more delays, we are finally getting that game. A Tony Hawk game will be releasing in 2020, according to skateboarder Jason Dill. Vader Immortal will be coming to PlayStation VR this year. Ubisoft has filed registration for a brand new domain that is for Prince of Persia 6. Spoiler alert, looks like we're getting the game. Mortal Kombat dropped a brand new story expansion. The Nintendo Switch has officially sold 55 million units. I'd like to think that Animal Crossing is responsible for like 50 million of that. Uh, Forza Street has launched on iOS and Android devices. Ghost Recon Breakpoint is officially adding uh, AI teammates. Great addition to the game. I think that'll be a great quality of life improvement. Uh, Dead by Daylight is promising for its four year anniversary big anniversary that they will be bringing an iconic horror license. Ooh, who could that be? Freddy Krueger? That might be already in the game. I don't know. Anyway, that is it for Nerds in 60 Seconds, and that is it for this week's episode of the show. If you like what you saw and you want to see more content just like it, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and share it with your friends. As always, my name is Brian Chappelle. You are you, and this has been the Nerf Report. Thanks for watching. Hey, thanks again for checking out the channel. You know, this is a big week for the Nerf Report. We're turning three years old as a channel. That's three years of news, three years of goofing off, and three years of embarrassing my parents. <laughs> but anyway, we've done a lot. Experience points, interviews, these shows, and I just want to say thank you so much for supporting us on this amazing journey.